0: yeah i helped this one kid he wanted like his hair to be super curly so i helped him like get some hair products or whatever and then he was in my class yesterday and i could tell he recognized me but he probably couldn't tell where from until i was like your hair looks really curly and he was like
1: oh oh i know you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's exciting um but i have again told a a lot of them that it is my evil twin that works there
2: Manic. Pixie.
1: Jumpscare.
2: Hosted by Quinn Murphy
0: and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi.
2: We're,
1: we're
0: Quinn. Quinn. And, and we're back. Becca. Becca.
2: <laughs> and welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions,
0: passions, and, and love. love. For
1: each other. each other,
0: uh, once again, literally, we have delivered that perfectly, no mm-hmm. flaws to you exactly. all, exactly. So we thank you for being here for that. <clears throat> so, um, Quinn, it has been a minute since we talked one week, exactly. One whole week, actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot, yeah, it's that's a lot for seven us. seven whole days. Uh-huh. So, I'm durnin' know what the hell have you been up to <laughs> as of late.
2: I keep laughing because Becca's virtual background guys oh Um, it's Ariana
0: Grande yeah if
2: you ever get to see the video of this podcast which like is like at this point the video of the podcast is like kind of my white whale like every week it's like (laughs) I every week we hope and pray that the video will work and then but like it's really a toss it's getting to be a toss-up really
0: No I think it's good because it's like it's kind of elusive like she's not always going to be there and that's quite exciting.
2: No yeah and then Becca can make her beautiful little animations which always make me (laughs) giggle and guffaw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I enjoy them so deeply. Yes and I think yeah yeah.
2: and when iMovie fails Becca Hobart succeeds that's one of my new mantras actually.
0: And it's crazy because what do I use but iMovie to make those?
2: And I, (laughs) despite spending so much time on iMovie, I have no idea how to even try to do that on iMovie.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I use a lot of different software, actually. It's quite Mm -hmm. intensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but that is, iMovie is the finishing touch. It'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I'm doing, like, mostly good, uh, I will say, and I'll talk about this a little bit later. My voice is a little on the ropes right now well it it, she's recovering but she's a little I'm not in my pristine vocal health which like Mm. yeah it's unfortunate but I didn't give because when I was in high school right I didn't realize how good I had it in terms of my voice because I was always in like a play or a musical or something so like Mm. I would have like voice work for like at least an hour or two a day and like I went to classes I talked a lot in school Mm -hmm. and then I was in choirs and stuff and so like my voice was like titanium when I was in high school
0: right yeah she was being used
2: because I was using her so much like I would never lose my voice in high school scream as loud as I want like maybe I would be like a little hoarse like right after but like
1: Mm -hmm.
2: take a little sleep I'm good to go
1: right but
2: now I've noticed it ever since college honestly like once you take a break from like singing I think is honestly the best thing like you really start to notice your voice is like out of shape so Mm. anyway one of my goals for um (laughs) now that I'm in like a single place but um I'm doing well so big update for the podcast guys Mm -hmm. which we alluded to last week but it is now official I'm recording via my new laptop yeah yeah it's true it's true it's true
0: it's so integral actually to yeah. the production of this podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a,
2: so she's getting used to her job, and she's not mm-hmm. performing at the highest level. I need to say so far. Oh, um, yeah, I did. I did edit the whole podcast, and that was like really good because I was like, oh my god, it actually like doesn't take like if I want to move to a different part of like the editing, it doesn't take like two minutes to load it, even though it literally just happened. Like that's amazing. Oh wow. Um, like, my yeah. old laptop did not to call her out. May she rest. Um, right. but what was her name again? Flop Tina. I don't know. I didn't give her a name. Right.
0: <laughs> and um, new laptop, Slayerita.
2: The ugly me costume?
0: <laughs>
2: but, um, yeah. And then, so then I go to export the video. And mm-hmm. what does it do but not export properly? And... Then it was like, I didn't get my new laptop till Thursday, video released Friday. I also left on Friday to go to Pittsburgh this weekend. So I was like, what the fuck? And so I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? No video for now. We're still working on right? it. The studios mm-hmm. are still working on it. The producers are still yeah. working on it. But it's just annoying. <laughs> it was annoying, you know? Because right, right. let me do say, this laptop I'm coming to you from was well, expensive. But uh, I'm sure <laughs> I bought it because I was like, oh, well, this will make my life easier in doing my little projects and like like I kind of need it and stuff like I could use the extra power that that price is paying for. And then when it's not even exporting like an iMovie, oh, and it was like fully crashing. Maybe it was because the first day I had it, but like I would try to export a video and it would like crash the laptop. Oh, and I was like, so my eight year old laptop It would take her a minute, but she would do this eventually. So, like, what is going on? What is your excuse?
0: (laughs) Ma'am. I said to her, I said, (laughs) ma'am. And so I
2: told her, I said, ma'am. Maybe it's because my laptop's like, oh, I'm a little baby. But I'm like, no, you got to grow up pretty quick then. Like, yeah. I updated it and the crashing stopped. So maybe that had something to do with it. Okay, and, well, that's good um, progress,
0: I suppose. People are
2: trying to get in contact with me live, actually. And that's not something I'm interested in. Oh,
0: interesting. Um, <laughs> and interesting. And
2: so, yeah. So, and so I haven't actually gotten a lot of a chance to use my laptop since I got it on like Thursday and I was away for the weekend. So I'm like, I'm not completely in love. Like, I'm like, I see her. I respect her, mm-hmm. but okay. I'm not, sh- I'm like, not like a thousand percent obsessed. We haven't even reached the honeymoon phase yet. You know?
0: Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Can- May I ask what, um, model she is? It's a MacBook pro M two. All
2: right. It's like the one that came out last year and okay. like 14 inch, but yeah. And so I was like, talking to somebody about the price point and i was like no i want this one in particular because of like the storage and the computing power and like i think i need all that for what i use it for but then mm-hmm. it's not delivering on that and so it caused me to spiral a bit um mm, yeah. <laughs> i was a little I was a little freaky deaky about that for a second right, um, right. because yeah i don't know spilling coffee on my laptop i don't know why it was such a fucking bummer but like i don't know
0: Oh, I feel like I do. No, what? Because <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I don't.
2: But like, I don't know. It sucked more than I was expecting it to. I was like, I was like, ah, uh, and then it like caused all these problems. And I just felt like I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And like, it didn't help that I was had like a trip thing planned. And so then it was just like made my life a little topsy turvy.
0: Right. And right. I
2: haven't necessarily been able to get like all the way back on track yet. And mm-hmm. so that's where I am a little bit with it um so that's the new
0: laptop nice nice I will Mm -hmm. say if I lost access to my laptop I would be so screwed out of my passwords it's crazy
2: well it's nice because I I have a lot of like password manager stuff um Mm. like I use a password manager because (laughs) Shout out to whatever hackers were trying to break into my entire life, my like freshman year of college. But then I was like, that caused me to flip a switch and be like, okay, so maybe I need to change literally like how I approach passwording and stuff. And so I literally went through every like account I had and was like, okay, new password. And I actually used LastPass, which was the one that Pitt like provided for us, the University of Pittsburgh. Okay. And then... So, LastPass was honestly such a horrible service because oh. you could only log on on one device, which drove me crazy.
0: To all of the your things that were connected to it?
2: Like, you could only either log in on, like, your phone or your computer.
0: That's annoying.
2: Yeah. So, like, and it wasn't always like that. Like, there was a time where I logged in on my computer and it was like oh my god hey and there was a time it might have been after i graduated and maybe like lost like premium access or whatever but they Mm -hmm. were like oh you can't actually log on on your computer you have to log in on your phone and i'm like well the the passwords are all this random bullshit that i don't want to actually manually type in yeah and i have to enter them on my computer like what the fuck and so I actually changed from LastPass to Bitwarden recently. And so I recently like changed all my passwords again. Mm. And then what happens, but LastPass gets like a huge data breach. And so like, basically, if you had any passwords on LastPass, it was like, fuck your drag. (gasps) And so I avoided that.
0: That's true. In the nick of time, in the nick of time. Literally, but it's actually nice.
2: It's nice because Google Chrome, because it's like associated with my Google account it like has all my passwords because so that was something i was like afraid of too but i was like i literally asked becca for the link to the uh meeting today because i don't have it on this computer and um, i like typed zoom into my thing and i clicked on a random link and this was the link because it's saved in google chrome
0: oh my god
2: and that's <laughs> why my cookies stay on i don't care what
0: you have to say <laughs> exactly um, tell them eat a cookie because it's good for him
2: literally okay um but that's my password stuff yeah but and then i put everything on like google drive like document wise and mm-hmm. i i was able to get into my computer because i have like an external keyboard okay um so i am eventually planning on like going through and looking and saying okay is there anything like i want want that like wasn't backed up to something where i can get to it on this computer but I don't know. That also sounds like a lot of work. Mm. And I have so much other things to do in my life.
0: So much other things. Literally. Me too.
2: But that's the journey of having a new laptop thus far. Okay. And then, as I alluded to, I went to Pittsburgh this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rebecca and I
2: met. Um, I took my friend Kat because... um. There's a special event that I'll talk about a little bit later. Rick. But I took my friend Kat with me, and we stayed in an Airbnb. And it was actually... Have you... How many times have you been back to Pittsburgh
0: since we graduated? Just... Uh, so three times, one of them was to move out. Mm, mm, mm. And then I visited Macy Twice.
2: <laughs> Twice. yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, um... So- I, we, our Airbnb was in Friendship. um, Okay. And I was like, huh, maybe this isn't, like, such a terrible place after all. Like, I truly was, like, sometimes when I go back, I'm like, why did I hate, like, living here so much? And I truly think, not to hate on her, but to hate on her just a little bit. Right. That, like, living in Oakland was truly my problem.
0: I would believe that.
2: (laughs) Because, like, every time I stepped out of my house, I was immediately encountered with garbage
0: yeah a lot of it everywhere
2: yeah so much garbage up the street yeah and my house would be burling in the summer
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and um yeah so sometimes I'm like huh maybe in a different life but (laughs) that's always interesting when I go back there I'm like huh why did I hate it but I also think it's kind of perfect for like a weekend visit because it's like you get to do all the things you want to do and then you can leave you know
0: yes I agree
2: yeah, so, but it was really fun. Kat and all my friends from college. Well, son, not all of them, obviously, but a, mm-hmm. a significant portion. Sans Becca, Lovely. of course. Right. Um, but, and yeah, we just had a fun weekend going around. I showed her a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was my weekend. I'll have a couple more okay. stories as we go throughout the podcast. But you gotcha, Becca, you gotcha. how the hell have okay. you been, even?
0: Well, first of all, I'd like to say, that i've been good it's been so beautiful (laughs) out
2: (laughs) oh my god it's beautiful today
0: so happy um i've been going on walks and such and okay um i was thinking about how you always say that what is it sugarland is the Uh band that like you'll always like you'll always just be obsessed with her voice i feel that towards the celtic women
1: Oh, <laughs> because
0: my dad is obsessed with them, and we used to like watch their concerts on TV all the time. What's their and song that's different from
2: Enya, right?
0: It is different from Enya. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so different actually. <laughs> but I appreciate you.
2: Um, I'm Italian. <laughs> and I see you.
0: Either. I see. I see you. What? <laughs> <laughs> The erasure I just witnessed. The erasure (laughs) of (laughs) you on your behalf, on your behalf. Literally, um, crazy actually, Mr. Murphy, but (laughs) (laughs) Miss Murphy, um, but yeah. So I was like on a walk yesterday, and it was like the wind was blowing a little bit. I was like listening to the Celtic women, and I Mm. was like, oh my god, I feel like really connected to my Irishness right now.
2: You start doing a jig. Uh,
0: exactly. In the of the road. No, literally. Like I'm gonna start doing the taps. Um yeah. I'm so. a river
2: dancer all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> My hair's gone in little curls. <laughs> I can't help it. All right. Um, so yeah, the weather's been lovely and I'm just so it's crazy how much happier I am when it's nice out. Yeah. Um I'll say this every week until the end of time, but
2: um, <laughs> until it's not nice out anymore.
0: <laughs> literally. And then I'll be sobbing on the floor, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be that's how it's gonna be. Um yeah, and then I've just been working, of course, as always. Mm-hmm. Um there is something happening in the schools, though. <sighs> um and that is, I'm starting to, yeah, gain a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Because as Ms. you Miss Hobart, know, <laughs> that's how she is. <laughs> that's how she be. Except um, I always forget to tell the kids my name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it's usually just like that lady or miss. <laughs> um, and I'm like, cool, cool. So, a
2: lady or miss,
0: <laughs> but so I had asked, like, I love asking a goofy question to get to know a little something about them because I'm a curious mm-hmm. kitty. Um, so, like, usually I ask, like, favorite movie, chosen superpower, whatever. And I asked one of the questions, and then this girl was like, Oh, I've heard about you, and I was like, <laughs> okay you and said yes like, you have actually <laughs> yes and um <laughs> and, <laughs> i was like i'm sure i'm sure i'm not surprised she was like yeah like i heard you ask like a question or whatever and then like you you like you know we get to like do whatever and i was like yeah pretty much yeah how i run the room <laughs> that, that is my pedagogy actually <laughs> yeah and i'm proud i'm proud mm-hmm. um so that's pretty exciting and more and more people uh have actually recognized me from ulta and so i have been using um the children that is
2: the children recognize you from ulta at the school yes
0: in specific cross yeah, promotion exactly i'm like when you're 18 <laughs> we have the ultimate rewards card you oh get double my the God. Point. <laughs> jk jk i stopped caring about that so much Jk, JK. um but anywho, yeah, I helped this one kid. He wanted, like, his hair to be super curly, so I helped him, like, get some hair products or whatever. And Which then word? he was in my class yesterday, and I could tell he recognized me, but he probably couldn't tell where from until I was like, your hair looks really curly. And he was like,
1: oh, oh, I know you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's exciting. Um, But I have, again, told... Oh, a lot of them that it is my evil twin that works there. And I can't confirm nor deny whether I'm <sighs> in good standing with her. <laughs> oh. Thor, yeah. Oh,
2: oh my God. Uh, <laughs> That's what I've been guys. up to.
0: <laughs> yeah. But truly, it's just like subbing is the best <laughs> job because you literally just take attendance and then you sit there, and every once in a while, you're just like, Shh, guys, seriously be quiet. <laughs> guys, seriously. I don't wanna- <laughs> I don't want anybody to
2: come in here and ruin our good time.
0: Exactly, <laughs> it's for your and I' sake. Literally, yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. Becca, raising the children of tomorrow.
0: Exactly, but in also in similar lines as you, you were talking about when you were applying for jobs and stuff. Like because we did theater, like you don't think you have any other skills. Uh huh. And I was like, oh my god, like I could apply to teaching jobs, like. I'm a teacher, literally. (laughs) Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. So that's a good plan B. Even Mm. though I promised myself I would never be a teacher.
2: Yeah, well, it's sometimes you don't need qualifications to be a teacher.
0: Exactly. Kind of crazy. I'm so unqualified, so it's perfect. Yeah, (laughs) like
2: people think you like need to go to school to be a teacher. No, you don't.
0: No, you just need to promise that you'll be good.
2: to well, that was one of the things about my that was one of the things about my school is that sometimes people would like just have like their bachelor's
1: and sometimes they would
2: hire somebody like fresh out of college like my chemistry teacher when I was a sophomore was like fresh out of college like no wonder I did bad in chemistry like I could not <laughs> no imagine teaching kids chemistry at this age
0: oh I definitely I wouldn't be able to do that or oh, like yeah, no,
2: what's no. something I know a lot about gender theory theater like come on <laughs> yeah high schoolers uh what was going on there
0: (laughs) what is going on What exactly
2: (laughs) and it's like when rachel went back to coach the new directions it's like what business would i have doing something like that
0: right right that's exactly (laughs) what it is actually yeah (laughs) Yeah. we
2: found the link um (laughs) but yeah anything else going on becca
0: hmm i want to lay (laughs) yeah oh speaking of her i've been listening to a lot of unreleased ariana sorry because oh my god i'm like at a period of time where i'm like oh i'm gonna like if she doesn't come out with music right after galinda Uh um i'm gonna freak out because like i really crave her
2: i was thinking about how that movie has had like nothing like because we're living in like joker foie do like kind of era where it seems like every frame of the movie is being like put on Twitter directly Mm -hmm. um and like there's nothing like that movie is also filming and I would say is much more anticipated than the second Joker movie (laughs) fair to say but there's (laughs) nothing like we see we have seen none of it like
0: oh they're definitely on lock
2: she posted that thing it's like halfway through filming it's like what like
0: (laughs) yeah no literally Mm -hmm. like ariana just posts her crystals in her trailer like that's all we know so far is (laughs) that crystals are on the set and some (laughs) assorted
2: casting decisions
0: yeah and that there's gonna be two parts which i'm so pissed about actually i know
2: that's gonna be crazy
0: i know it's upsetting you want to
2: make it two parts i feel like what if they did two parts but they just released it at the same time
0: (laughs) that would be that would be great
2: i feel like that would be like kind of iconic a little bit
0: yeah i would have to respect them
2: literally well did you see all this stuff from the barbie movie
0: yeah <laughs> wow. i'm really excited about say for that wow one.
2: so why is like half of the sex education cast in the barbie movie
0: i know
2: it's kind of crazy i was like sorry enough i was like all these so people exciting. i actually just listened to a interview with her about it and it sounded really interesting um i'm but... so
1: excited <laughs>
2: But yeah, that movie looks like it's going to be a fun camp time.
0: Oh, for sure. I'm really excited.
2: Did you see the one tweet about like my favorite thing about the Barbie movie so far is that like all the different Barbies have like significant jobs and like all this stuff. Then like when they introduced the Ken's just like he's just some guy.
0: (laughs) He's just some dude. Boyfriend mode, stay-at-home boyfriend mode. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, dream BS.
2: I saw an interview with Ryan Gosling where he was like, you know, Ken has no job, no house.
0: (laughs) No no, No prospects. No no nothing. He's scared. (laughs) He's scared
2: is the thing. He has to go with Barbie.
0: He's really scared, guys. The fact that Barbie is a nickname for Barbara. Mm Mm-hmm. Something... But I feel like
2: nobody has used it for that since the, like, DAW has been released. Yeah, except since doll And Barbie Ferreira said, you know what? I'm going to carve out my own kind of thing.
0: Yeah, except is it confirmed her true name is Barbara? I don't even know if her name is Barbara's. Exactly. Thing. Like, we can't even speak on that.
2: Or if she's just trying to be funny and cool.
0: <laughs> what is the point?
2: Literally. It's like being funny and cool is back a nice job. D- Speaking
0: of music. Her euphoria, name is Barbara.
2: Her name is Barbara.
0: Slay mode. Slay mode. All right, all right. <laughs> um, did you see that damn video of Jacob Bellorti training
2: <laughs> me when I'm trying <laughs> to kill <a> What
0: was <laughs> he training? What's
1: he training for?
0: No, oh, literally, literally. Like Euphoria season three. What? Like, <laughs> what is Sam Levinson cooking up on now? What that is going on the has, What does
2: he need to train for?
0: <laughs> oh my god. He's going to beat the drug lady, drug suitcase lady up. Oh, my God, Miss Lori. (laughs) And swing her from left to right (laughs) by her hair. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, why is he training? Like, what's going on in season three that he needs to be doing all that?
0: Also, I was just talking to someone. I feel like, honestly, anyone who dates has dated Kaya Gerber is, like, on a no-no list for me.
2: Mm. And has he done that? Oh yeah. Okay, work. Yeah. Who does Kaya Gerber date now? It's someone old. Oh, Austin Butler. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: better believe it. <laughs> freak. <laughs> freak. <laughs> date Gerber freak. Puts you on the freak list. Freak. Yeah.
1: Freak. No, it's
0: just like I don't know if I have an association with like literally that her last name is Gerber, so I literally think she's a baby in my mind. She's the Gerber baby. Yeah.
2: All grown up. But she does look so much like her mother.
0: She really does. Because I just
2: connected who her mother was like a couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, congrats!
2: I'm sure I had <laughs> known at some other point before.
0: Yeah, but, but like it you was get just surprise that... yourself.
2: You know when you throw out files in your mind, but like subconsciously, isn't yeah. that crazy that your mind is like kind of like a, com- it's like a computer, but not because like you as the like <laughs> controller have to like delete things from your computer. Uh intentionally but your mind just does that on its own
0: so it was kind of like maybe your old computer like (laughs) she makes her own decisions
1: she does her
2: own thing she's an independent woman
1: (laughs) a lot of people on the
2: reddit board say i was just stymieing my old computer's individual expression which guys i do read it so
0: (laughs) so watch out just always always be nice on there r slash mpjcu.
2: Oh my god, that's how we'll know we made it if like people make like a Reddit about us.
0: Caitlin,
2: Caitlin, (laughs) Caitlin, Ecto, you guys all talk to each other. Lauren Taylor,
0: come on. (laughs) I did
2: see, I did see two former guests of the pod while I was in Pittsburgh too.
0: Oh my god, Lauren Taylor and Nandita, Nandita yeah, so true actually. And do they still um like us?
2: Yeah, Lauren's caught up. She literally wrote in last
0: week. I remember. <laughs> I know her. I meant as people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Can't be okay. sure. Yeah. No, you can never be sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me waking up every day. Do they still like us as people? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't be sure.
2: Can't be yeah. sure, actually. Um. But yeah, I think that might be our catch up for today. Yeah. But we will be right TF back. And we'll get into our topic for today's episode. <gasps> <gasps>
1: oh, who goes there? Guys, I'm scared.
0: Oh. You're in grave danger. da 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 da. What if I said I was scared? Guys, I'm scared. Boo.
2: <laughs> what if we had like a musical episode? Like it was like a sitcom.
0: Oh, my god.
2: <laughs> just-
0: Put it on the list. We just sing everything.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that would be another good idea. Pitching episode ideas. <laughs>
0: So pitching episode ideas yeah guys comment below which ones you want to that's be for a real that's a snake <laughs> eating its
2: own tail no i think i'm definitely stealing that from another podcast it's all or maybe multiple other podcasts because i think nympho wars has like a whole episode where they did like one of their like little sketches around that
0: mm. and that
2: was right before murder on the dumb bitch express came
0: out like <laughs> <laughs> our legacy i literally cat yeah.
2: and i were driving back from pittsburgh this weekend and um we it was like kind of we got out of the city late like i ended up getting home until like 2 a.m which oh never fun God. but anyway so we were she was like oh she was like oh let's listen to a podcast and i put something on and i was like no i know we have to listen to it and i played her murder on the dumb bitch express <laughs> perfect oh <laughs> which it's iconic it's iconic culture
0: yeah it anyway. literally is our legacy so yeah
2: and speaking of that was such a creative idea and inventive use of internet drama yep and so it's in that vein in the grand <laughs> tradition um in today's episode beck and i wanted to talk a little bit about creativity mm-hmm. and our respective creative processes yeah and so that is kind of what the inspiration is
0: kind of the whole thing guys yeah (laughs) um
2: and so we always like to start in like a freudian sense in childhood yeah and so becca i would love to ask you what some of your earliest memories of like creativity being creative are
1: Mm -hmm. like
2: were there like certain mediums of art that you found at an early age so I know you're an art I know you're an artistic
1: person
0: (laughs) thank you so much for seeing Uh that me yeah yeah yeah. I mean um of course like a lot of little kids I love to draw and play Uh uh-huh um I have a lot of little fashion design things that are still hung up at my dad's house in the playroom um, that I so beautifully drew uh and I also was a very creative thinker, I think, from mm-hmm. even a young age. I used to play pretend with my friends, especially at daycare, because yeah, uh-huh. day, when you have to wait for your parents two hours after school every day at daycare and you were some other like kids of divorced parents, uh-huh. then you're gonna start to, you know practice some escapism in each other. <laughs> <Literally>, yeah. <laughs> so just doing the goofiest things and I feel like that was a good practice for my young creative mind mm-hmm. um to just be able to imagine things. Mm-hmm. Um it was very giving that SpongeBob Box episode. I will say that much. Imagination, Literally. you remember? Imagination. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it can be anything you want. Like it's crazy. Um but yeah, I definitely drew i loved i loved fashion so uh-huh. i did that a lot and um you know i would like to dance oh i, I was a dancer
2: uh, was
0: <sighs> sorry that was weird yeah i am the I think... greatest dancer that ever lived literally <laughs> you can
2: pop and lock and break currently
0: and... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um i i used to be trained okay <laughs> is what i'll say and then you so kind like of graduated
2: out of it and you were like okay so i have to kind of find my own way a little bit
0: yeah and i have to create like something that is so unique to me no one can
2: teach you at some point no one can teach you anything
0: exactly like you get to a level so so between low and high uh-huh. um that is it's truly really just
2: <laughs> yeah so between low and high that's
0: exactly
2: yeah. <laughs> such a good way to explain it <laughs>
0: Exactly, where it's just you forge your own path, and I did that. And thank you again for recognizing that in me. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. But yeah, I did classic little kid stuff. Quint, I'm Jernan now. How did you start off thinking creatively?
2: I think Creativity. honestly, a lot of it came from I watched so much television as a child. Like, yeah, I. <laughs> I was just like, expo- like, I just remember watching like a bunch of stuff and like, like you, Becca, I would like imagine a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I think I talked about this recently on an episode, but like, I would go to work with my mom a lot. And so obviously she was like doing her job and I learned mm-hmm. like very early, like not to be up my mom's ass about it. And so like, really? I would just be like walking around. I was, I was outside a lot because she works outside and so sure. I would just be like w- literally walking around and like pretending like, yeah. was, um, in like my favorite TV shows. Like I, I would like, the only thing about the, the real difference though, is that I spent a lot of time doing it by myself because there weren't like a lot of other like sure. kids or there were yeah. other kids, but they weren't like my age, like my mom's clients and stuff felt like older than me instead and they were usually there Mm. to get like a riding lesson so it wasn't like we could like (laughs) like, they were there ride, so i couldn't be like you know bothering them yeah and so either just like walk around like horse show grounds or like my mom's like barns and like just like pretend like i was in like the pokemon universe
0: or like
2: bakugan maybe um when that was you know okay okay and so i spent a lot of time like doing that I also played mm-hmm. like a lot of like video games and stuff not like a lot but like mostly just like Pokemon and then like some other ones here and there so like mm-hmm. that taught me a little bit how to like create my own world a little bit mm-hmm. and then I would what else was I was about to say I was also that person that, like put on like performances sometimes like when I was young hmm <laughs> I would be like, okay yeah. everybody, now I'm going to do a I'm going to do a show is the thing. Yeah. And so I would be like, okay, um these are some characters I came up with. Like I remember this one time performing like character work for like my mom and her friends and then I'll be like, <laughs> so what's going on here? Um
0: <laughs> shouts out. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I do remember I like I remember drawing, but I wasn't like super into it. I never got into like visual arts that much. I think it's because, Mm -hmm. so like my elementary school, we had like a really cool art teacher, but then he like left when Mm. I was in like second or like third grade or something. And now I feel like it was second grade the first year this lady was in. And then we got a new art teacher and she was like mean
0: oh no yeah
2: i like did not like her at all
0: similar Um, thing happened to me well i think i've told the story of how in third grade in my class of well there was one person per grade i won the third grade art award and then my mom threw it away in the trash so i have no proof and sometimes i gaslight myself into thinking it wasn't true but i remember it happening
2: oh my god i remember
0: accepting the award
2: that is a lot of like (laughs) Going back and thinking about your childhood, like sometimes you like think about things and you're like, "Did that actually happen?"
0: Yeah, or did I dream it too hard? Literally, <laughs> but it did happen. She just threw it away, so I can- and I'll never forgive her, honestly. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> that's the reason your mother is
2: blockaded from the stand list. <laughs> exactly, one she, wrong move. Just <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. So I didn't. I don't think I ever got the chance to like connect to like. Physical or not physical, visual arts in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've like I've like dabbled throughout my lifetime, but I've never felt like particularly energized by them. But I was also I also always had like the sense I was a strong writer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, like I would always do really well in writing assignments in school, like throughout my entire schooling. But mm-hmm. and I've been reflecting on this recently for something very specific. But I think. I didn't like care about writing itself in a way because I always just looked at it as this thing that I did to like get good grades which is kind of what I truly cared about Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of part of it but it definitely helped that I had all that time like imagining and stuff Mm -hmm. and I like read too obviously Mm -hmm. so like reading makes you a better writer um right it's it's what a lot of people believe yeah and so that was also a part of it and um yeah those were kind of my earliest things I also was like always that person and I like found I like started doing theater pretty early on like I started doing theater when I was like five or something Mm -hmm. um and so whenever it was like in class when it was like okay guys let's make a skit Mm. like what the assignment was to make a skit I, it would like fall to me to be like okay I would take a drag <laughs> off my cigarette and like a drink of my and coffee and damn say work. okay guys I guess we have to do this now
1: like, <laughs> and, and then, then it was will... like
2: when kids like wouldn't be doing what I wanted them to do I'm like can we all just be serious a little bit here like what's going on
0: yeah <laughs> I'm a like, serious creative person so do we want to do well or
2: do we not want to do well like i don't i'm not getting was <laughs> that girl what was her name laura on below deck season six where do- <laughs> my favorite my favorite below deck no not Lara. what was the girl's name she had the dark hair i'm talking about og season six and she replaced caroline oh i think her name might have been laura with a u not Lara with an no you but anyway. Oh, you're so, right.
0: She was Canadian.
2: Yeah, she um she came on the <laughs> boat and she like yelled at Kate like her second day or something. Craziest. Like...
1: <laughs> but she
2: was, I thought my favorite below deck quote ever actually probably comes from her. <laughs> and it's when she was like, Oh, I thought the vibe was that like we didn't care. <laughs>
0: crazy thing to say on a super yacht about anything um,
2: and so but yeah people were like oh I thought the vibe was that we didn't care didn't and I was care. like no actually our vibe is that we care so much
0: I care about this deeply uh everyone needs
2: to- um, <laughs> I was Kate and everybody else was. I was Kate in a room full of Laura's let's just say that
0: <laughs> yeah
2: and that's yeah. honestly how I feel in the world sometimes <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> me against Kate
2: literally um but yeah those are some of my very early nascent experiences with creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, the cootie catcher was also huge,
0: right?
2: Origami.
1: <laughs> one <laughs> big of my like for
2: me, big for me on the playground. <laughs> one of my random ticks, like throughout my life, has been if I have like a piece of paper, I haven't done it. I stopped doing it like sometime between like high school and college. But, like, if you gave, if I just had, like, a random piece of paper, I would just make, make like, an origami bird, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) Like, I'm literally looking at one I made out of, like, a slip to go to the office in my high school. (laughs) Like, I just had it, and, like. She did
0: what she had to do, yeah. There she
2: um, is. I have one on, I took one, did I take it down? No, I have one made out of, like, the, um, the dum-dum wrappers. Nice. Um, but, yeah. That might yeah. be my, like, obsession with having something in my hands. But anyway, mm,
0: so that was kind of
2: early creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, But I had this, because I asked about, like, mediums of, like, art and stuff. But this is an interesting question. Do you think creativity, like, implies art specifically or?
0: No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are creative problem solvers mm-hmm. creative like you can be creative in so many different ways i think a, a way that i i don't view it as art but a way i've always been creative is like my room and my space yeah my mom always says i should have been an interior designer another reason why she can't be on the stand list <laughs> trying to force me into things but your design um, your whole life <laughs> exactly but um like it's not necessarily like art but just like the way you figure out the feng shui of a room yeah like does is creative sometimes mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean you can be creative in like any any way i yeah. think do you relate to that
2: i do i do as well mm-hmm. one thing that drives me crazy crazy actually is when people are like oh i'm just like not creative like what do you mean by that
0: yeah I mean, I'm sure there are people who can't, like, literally can't comprehend things that, like, aren't... You you know people who, like, can only work off directions? Yeah. And stuff like that? Like, people who don't break the mold, I guess, in any way? But Mm -hmm. if you've ever done something not the normal way, you are creative.
2: Literally. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm me popping four tires in like two years that's creative because like normally so that doesn't creative, happen creative, yeah i find new ways to performance
0: art literally <laughs> <Flooped> <laughs> back around <laughs> but it was
2: interesting like i remember watching this like drag race even and like sometimes it's funny because like sometimes creatives don't think of themselves as creative because like I remember there being this one queen who was like yeah I'm just like not creative and it's like you're literally on a drag competition like yeah you have and you to like be. <laughs> do your makeup and like put together outfits and stuff like that's creativity and so yeah and I feel like sometimes it is that like thinking of like oh creativity has to be artistic that kind of gets people in like a blocked place yeah um and yeah Going back yeah. to the artist's way, um, that's one right. thing that Julia Cameron talks about in the book. She thought, she's like, this, this program is for everybody. It's not just for artists. Good. But creativity can really be helpful as, well, it's interesting because like, I don't have the experience of like, I guess I do in a way, like creativity has helped me in like when I haven't been doing things that are explicitly artistic, mm-hmm. but I always think of myself as an artist, so, like creativity is kind of like an essential part of it, you know? Right. So yeah.
0: it's like, yeah. But- yeah. I didn't really ever view my writing as like creative, even though uh-huh. literally I have a minor in creative writing. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, I've always viewed it as like a means to an end or something. Like, yeah, yes. like you said, for a grade. And then it wasn't until like late high school when I was taking creative writing and I was writing my little poems. Mm-hmm. My teachers were like, oh, you should do this professionally. And I was like, oh, my God this is art actually I am (laughs) yeah
2: I'm in that place now where it's like now I actually like want to be a better writer and like taking the steps towards all of that Mm -hmm. um and so yeah but that's that's interesting too like how you can be like good and like kind of creative at something without like actually like caring about it or like I don't know because I always say like especially in college like I got so bored writing like research papers Mm -hmm. um that I wanted to like rip my hair out but yeah what would like something I always did to keep them interesting was I would just like write them on like things I was genuinely interested in yeah and that did help a lot because like I wrote some weird fucking papers in college and like they would all I would like do well on them. And it was, I think it's because like part of the reason you I were like, did so well is because I was genuinely like, I found a way to keep myself interested in what I was
0: doing. My 12 page paper on Jennifer's body. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> One of my first weeks at college, I wrote a paper about uh, the senorita performance at the 2019 VMAs and <laughs> oh, how that represented. Saying? How that like related to Susan Sontag's ideas of camp and like? <laughs> wow, I love that. I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Pretty I, and much then so. I wrote at one point, I probably did write like a ten-page paper about like Beyonce and like her public relationship to pregnancy and motherhood. Mm. <sighs> it's like a final. Like that was my final for a class. Anyway, wow. But so that was lit, crazy movie. Um, but something I. I'm also interested in about is like when it comes to creating things Uh uh do you have a particular like process that goes into it or how do you get into it
0: great question so I feel like a lot of the things like a creative idea or something I have for a project or something like that Mm -hmm. comes to me in just instantaneously and I have to I have to do it right then. Yeah. Um. We talked about before, creative projects have a shelf life. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I feel that so hard. But if I have like an assignment or I want to do something, but I have not had like an inspiration yet, my process would be, or if I'm like working on a script or something for theater, um, like there's something to go off of, you know? Mm-hmm. I usually... Have a little alone time. Um, I love sitting in nature to create. And also one of my favorite things is to look at other pieces of art. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to write a really good poem, you better read 35 poems. Yeah. Um, if you want to design a costume, look at, like...
1: Uh, inspiration images, on Pinterest yeah. yeah
0: of stuff like that so I think A like lot of different clothes yeah lots of clothes um intaking art is one of the best things you can do for like your creative toolbox mm-hmm. um and that would be that would be my main thing but alone yeah. time is is pretty integral to me uh-huh. what about you Quinum
2: mine is I don't know it kind of depends on what I'm working in uh-huh um, it's kind of different from like medium to medium, mm-hmm. like in writing, I do a lot of like free writing now is like a new thing in my process. So like before I like right. try to write something, like before I try to like be like, okay, I want to write on this topic.
0: Mm-hmm. I just like
2: let myself like dump for like 20 minutes, like just writing on mm-hmm. maybe that topic or maybe just seeing where it like takes me and then like seeing what's in that. Mm -hmm. um and I also have like so much stuff generated like through doing like pages now for like almost like coming up on like a year but like closer Mm -hmm. to like nine months but like I've like literally thousands of pages of like (laughs) stuff I've written over the last year to like comb through and be like oh I thought this was interesting at one time let me do that um Mm -hmm. and so I think it's like good sometimes to go back and say okay so what was I like interested in what's going on Mm -hmm. um and that's with writing with like acting and with like preparing a character I haven't got to I haven't gotten to do that in a really long time which is so unfortunate but um yeah I think uh I was into this even before like college and when I got to like really explore it but I think finding like a physical reality when you're inhabiting somebody is really important Mm -hmm. um because like just knowing how that person moves allows you to like get into it a little bit more and like how I like talk and how I move like that stuff is all like affected and like in this relationship with each other and Mm -hmm. so when you like find a way in which like a character moves differently than you then you can also know oh then then that's that affects how they talk and that this affects that and like it becomes this kind of like um not bold is it a boulder effect is that what that's called no snowball effect yeah snowball yes (laughs) um it becomes like a snowball effect where it like just starts rolling and you start to like gather more and more stuff about Mm it um and so I found it to be like physically helpful. I think also like with script and stuff, like when you have like a script, it can be helpful to do like analysis. And so analyzing like the kind of things you have and like researching mm-hmm. like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? This reference, this thing in the play and like understanding how that might inform the character. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cause I'm a big like, as you guys may be able to tell about this podcast I'm a big like researcher um right in certain ways but when it comes to like topics and stuff like I like to like know the ins and outs of them a little bit and Mm -hmm. so I'm super into like the reference and all that kind of stuff yeah um and um yeah but seeing art is also a really big part of it like if you want to be a writer like reading and like Mm -hmm if you want to be like a visual artist or even if you want to be any artist like going to like a museum or something like I always find that to be a really good way to like see the other people made things and it's also nice because like sometimes like you see something and you're like oh well like this got made so I can like make something
0: oh that is so true
2: because sometimes it's like you feel and that's not (laughs) because I was like oh it sounds shady sometimes it isn't a shady way where you watch something or you see something and you're like so this is utter, like to me, utter garbage. And so like yeah. this guy, and so like if I, I make do... something actually good, like maybe- <laughs>
0: Imagine that, yeah. But I
2: feel like more so my thought is like, sometimes because we live in like this capitalist landscape where things have to be palatable to like wide audiences, um, mm-hmm. which Becca and I both, well, I'm still reading, but Becca has finished reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And in that book, they make video games. And the two main characters have this conflict at one point being like, why does everything have to be have mass appeal yeah and it is because capitalism but it's like Mm -hmm. and it sucks because it's like we want to move out of that but like materially it's like can be really hard because there are like there are certain material limits on things right and so but then you see something that is so specific and like um myopic is the word I'm coming from but I think myopic might have like a more negative connotation than I want but like so we'll just say like specific but Mm -hmm. um and then you can see that and be like oh so maybe people would be interested in hearing like what I have to say on this like really specific thing you know
0: right I totally agree
2: yeah I feel like the something you have to learn about creativity and that's like hard to keep sight of is that like people are genuinely interested in what makes like your point of view Mm -hmm. like as any successful creative it's because people are genuinely interested in their point of view on things Yes, well maybe not any but like the most fun creatives are like the people who have like a fun point of view
0: yeah and like Um, yeah no I feel that and I mean yeah sometimes when I watch something bad or see something really terrible I'm like mm -hmm. oh my god yeah I got this (laughs) like (laughs) Like I this totally per- like that. this person figured out how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Mindy Kaling always says the best like the thing that makes her write the most is seeing watching something horrible and then just being like, "Oh, well, I could do a little bit better than that." So let oh, me yeah. like, you know, do this then. Uh, I'm not saying it's... Mindy Kaling is like the best of our generation, but mm-hmm. she has a lot of success, so what can you say? Did.
2: Actually, I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I was
2: about to say best best at being on Ozempic I know
0: you
1: were I know you were
2: best player in the Ozempic games
0: gold actually Um, I heard I don't Um. (laughs) know
2: gold medalist in the Ozempic games Um, but yeah observing other art and then like ultimately also like and this is something I struggle with a lot just like doing it like just like actually doing something instead of Mm -hmm. thinking about it I was sitting and I had it on my old computer I need to put it on my new computer but um I heard something in my playwriting class from Miss Professor Kathy George and it's really stuck with me and Mm -hmm. that is that it's better to write than to think about writing
0: so true
2: like whatever you want to do it's better to just do it instead of just thinking about it and like that's something I struggle so much with because I will sit and like think about something all day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like just not (laughs) Not do do it it. thinking like thinking is just a way to escape it a little bit right and like give yourself an excuse not to do it and that's why like that's even like getting into like why yoga is helpful because it's supposed to get you out of like the thinking mind and into like another form
0: yeah so that then you
2: can like Actually, do stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I think like uh, creative people definitely do have a thing where it's so easy to get caught up in your head, Uh and then you're you're planning, and you're like, okay, so this will be. I'll just do this when I'm ready. But it's like Uh there's never gonna you're never gonna be ready for anything. So you just gotta Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. And it's interesting because I mean I always think about how people always say. They go to a modern art museum and they're like, my kid could draw that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, I could do that. It's two lines on a thing. But you didn't.
2: But you didn't. You Guess who literally didn't. Did
0: <laughs> mm. So sometimes yeah. you just got to be the one to do it.
2: You can watch the bad TV show and be like, oh, I could write something better than that. Why aren't you done? Yeah calling myself in
0: it seems like no one wants to fucking work, work these, these days, days. And she <laughs> get was so your ass right up that, and actually. work <laughs> um, she had a point What was I about? but to also say? in a larger she did not have a point
2: but yeah she did <laughs> guys it's two things can be true at once
0: yeah what
2: <laughs> was i about i was about to say something but then we started joking around but anyway
0: also if you're a writer the best creative writing advice I ever got was never throw anything away
2: oh a thousand percent it's the best
0: thing like I love reading my old stuff I'm like how did my brain do that no sometimes I like get
2: so (laughs) down on myself but then I'll like read some of my old stuff and I'll be like so that was so genuinely beautiful and interesting like why
0: crazy like why (laughs) do I
2: why do I like why do I be scared why do I get like myself (laughs) yeah <laughs> um and like yeah i don't know that that is an interesting thing because it's like as somebody who's been like generating writing for like a long time now it's so interesting to go back and read stuff yeah um and even stuff that was like even more so like the unstructured stuff because it's just like what you were thinking about and it's like mm-hmm. oh my god that's so interesting yeah, oh but true this is this is also something like the thinking like the not thinking just kind of doing it's interesting because I'm right I've been writing this like it started as a short story but then I was like okay well actually this could be like a book so I've just been like Mm -hmm. writing it in like small parts nice um and because of the I had like scenes like I had like certain like scenes in my head and now I feel like I've written like all the scenes and now I'm like okay so how do they all like connect to each other
1: Mm-hmm, and it's funny
2: mm-hmm. because I think that's also what well, you said the thing about like things have a shelf life yeah but also what I struggle with is like sometimes you like think of something and then you like don't quite know how to do it like yeah it's like great in theory to be like oh you have to do it in that moment while the thing strikes but like you might not have like the resources or like the like whole like thing to even like right what I'm saying. like the proper tools to kind of like help yourself get to it in a way you know yeah
0: and that's what can be frustrating i'm i've heard the conversation around like when you're you know where you're you know you're good when you don't like what you are currently producing because maybe your taste doesn't match your skills yet like you know yes. that it's not where where you want it to be because you have good taste so you can recognize yeah. when something's good mm-hmm. but you don't always have every single skill right then and there to make what you want to be good yeah. So sometimes it does take a little bit, but that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't ever do it or you should wait. Mm-hmm. You just gotta do it and you'll get better and better. Yeah. Any first drafts, guys. Shitty yeah. first drafts. Uh, another great thing about writing.
2: <laughs> yeah. But Quinn. <laughs> Can I solve the world's <laughs> issues every week on the podcast?
0: Dang, it's so easy if you just listen. It's so easy if you just listen
2: to us, um, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been telling y'all. Yeah. Um, so, are there any like um, people you consider like creative inspirations, or people that have like inspired your like process, or like even like pieces, or like whatever? Yeah.
0: Um, I think a lot of teachers and professors and stuff. Mm -hmm. um uh i forget the woman who wrote and something who wrote um the shitty first drafts thing also Anne lamont Mm. maybe but um i love her book on writing and how to approach it Mm. and like it's very no nonsense and it's just like yeah dude you're gonna do it really bad and then it's gonna be okay yeah (laughs) um yeah but my creative Mm -hmm. writing teachers in high school like They were so amazing. It was crazy because, I don't know, they, uh, I don't know. Also, I just like being liked by my teachers Uh and (laughs) they liked me. And I would win contests all the time in high school and I wrote good poem that they like. Good poem, yeah. And I don't know, they were cool. So I think they also helped me because I used to be like, I hate reading. I'm going to like... If you make me read something, I'm gonna freak out. Or if you like make, make me have me a, <laughs> <on> a scream, <laughs> scream. Um, and they were like, "Okay, well, you do have to read." And I was like, ugh oh, <gasps> fine." You said um, so. You just did the thing I literally told you not to do. And I'm so pissed about it. But you were right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. No, they were great resources for me. And then in college, um, you know, I did appreciate the director's way. I don't know about yeah, you. Um, something we read in directing one. Um, that well, that's what um me as a director.
2: Yeah, the thing you said about being bad at first, like that's like one of the essays. Basically, is like, yeah, the only way to make something new is like kind of by being mediocre at first, like right. Yeah, <laughs> you have to deal with a certain level of mediocrity to mm-hmm. one day be like good and then yeah, like, great. You know.
0: Right. Exactly. So yeah. Um. Yeah, the director's way was really good, and it's really helped me like approach plays and written works in like a different way so mm-hmm. that's been great as like in all the things I do in theater directing writing acting um Kelly if you're listening Kelly is Kelly Trumbull <laughs> I just love her too and mm-hmm. um like everything we learned in voice and movement everything I learned with her and acting for the camera was just so good um yeah process helpers what about you quinn um
2: people who i guess well like obviously artist way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is like a big thing now in my life i also read that book um writing down the bones earlier this year that was helpful when like kind of starting a writing practice and stuff Mm -hmm. um and those are like the two things I've read that were like helpful in kind of getting a process going and then of course like my teachers and stuff throughout my life I'm trying to think of like early early people um yeah basically anybody I ever did like theater with like they were all like really helpful and like formative and it's like important mm-hmm. to have adults in your life who like believe in you yeah At like a at like that early stage and mm-hmm. to like encourage you and try to like nurture you um and that's very much with like college as well I also think that like um not enough people like understand the importance of being inspired by like people around you like other people who are also trying to do what you want to do Mm-hmm. who like might be at your like your same stage like my friend Becca inspires me so much
0: oh come cool um, right like, back at you
2: <laughs> right back at you babe <laughs> um my who are other people I like admire <laughs> <laughs> Becca is basically my only, <laughs> um, check literally <laughs> um but like seeing people also who I've like maybe not who I have like a like super strong relationship with but like no from other times like seeing when they get to do stuff is like really cool as well mm-hmm. um like nan who also made our theme song she inspires me with how much of like a creative like workhorse she is
0: oh yeah for sure and she'll just
2: be like doing stuff and be like how'd you even do that and she's like i don't know i just kind of
0: <laughs> she just does it no nan ran... is a perfect example of just doing it <laughs> yeah nan is a
2: great example of just doing it like she honestly just like and I feel like so much. one of her, one of her strengths is that she's not super in her head about it. Yeah. Like she just like makes stuff because she wants to, and then it like leads to
0: great success. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. also a prodigy, but that's like yeah. <laughs> she's a rare case.
2: <laughs> Can't all be like her, but um, exactly. But yeah, and then that's also another thing that I think is important to consider. There's like different ways in which everyone works and everybody has like their different timelines and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And so something I'm trying to work on is even like, it's a fine line between inspiration and like comparison.
1: Yeah.
0: And
2: so you want to kind of make sure that like you're like, when you're inspired by someone, it doesn't start to become like this like jealousy thing or this like comparison thing like oh they did this but I'm not doing this um mm-hmm. you know like and then also like the art I consume is a big inspiration for me like I listen to music like pretty much constantly yeah all my like favorite artists and stuff I like like understanding their creativity and mm-hmm. how they do things um and like a good comparison thing is like <laughs> I was like when I was like 20 like I was like <laughs> How did Lord write melodrama at this age? Like what was she up to? Like what yeah, was the difference? Taylor Swift wrote speak now at this age. Like what was going on with her? But it's just, you know, it's just what you it's just what your it's timeline what is, is. Is the thing.
0: Yeah. And like And people, oh, your your greatness does not expire.
2: Yeah, literally.
0: Like you can do your your best thing at twenty. Uh Or you can do your best thing at 65.
2: No, and I think about that too. Like some people don't get like recognition or they don't like blow up until like later. Yeah. So that's kind of part of the thing that like is inspiring to like hang in there a little bit or like to try to commit yourself to hanging in there. Because like I think about someone like Mike White who's like has been in Hollywood for like a really long time but has found like great success with the White Lotus. Like it's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing of his career and it's also one of like the biggest television shows of like it will be one of the biggest television shows of this decade um -hmm. and like like he's you know in the middle of his like he's middle-aged like he's probably in his 50s um or like jamie lee curtis has been like you know turning in like good character performances for like 30 years or something in hollywood and she just won an oscar yeah like in her 60s or whatever Um, yeah or that lady who like um i believe she was in minari uh do you remember that movie a couple years ago okay yeah i think she won like best supporting actress and she like might have not even been like an actress or whatever but she was in the movie minari um or she might have been like a established actress because i know the movie's like um talks about like korean people Mm -hmm. and so like Or like Michelle Yeoh another great example like somebody who like doesn't get like fully recognized or like recognized in a certain way until like later in their life and they're doing Mm -hmm. some of their best work like later in their life and so I feel like there's this obsession with youth and like thinking we have to do things like when we do them as soon
0: as we can yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I think it's somebody like Quinta Brunson who, like, we yes, grew up with. It feels like because she was I mean, in those Buzzfeed. YouTube, yeah, she was literally in BuzzFeed videos, like the most unserious thing you could do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and she then... was just,
2: and then she like did a bunch of other stuff too between that, and now she is an Emmy-winning showrunner of like, yeah, genuinely one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, in her it her 30s, makes you- yeah, it makes you like believe a little bit, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And a bunch of actors in that show who are older and, like, Mm. getting either, like, a comeback or, like, like, their first big role.
2: Lisa Ann Walter somehow being one of the hottest people on Earth, like, ever. Yeah, (laughs) literally. I I don't know what it is about Lisa Walter, but I'm, like, Lisa Ann Walter, but I'm, like, she's so hot. Like, I don't know what. I don't know if it's because she's, like, a redhead or something. And, like, I I don't know. But, like, Melissa (laughs) Shimenti, I'm, like, attracted to her. Like, I don't... (laughs) <laughs>
1: when
0: exactly. she showed up to the golden globe in that
2: bit in the dress with the boobs i was like oh yeah <laughs> the
0: dress with the boobs the dress with babe she brought the boobs she brought the boobs, <laughs> she, brought the boobs. <laughs> she brought the golden globes literally she didn't no need one to win one so. she brought them with her yeah <laughs> <laughs> she she won zero times that night brought home two. <laughs> 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 anywho
2: literally um but yeah I've, i do find i find like um I feel like there's also a fine line between like that and like grind set culture, like being like, this guy like was twenty and didn't have any prospects, and he started like drop shipping, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he started investing in crypto, literally, which like bleh. get a real job, literally. guys.
2: <laughs> no, and then it's like, oh that was fun. that was i was watching like a Hassan video about one of those guys and it's like it's always like drop shipping or something weird where they like figure out just how to like hack into it um it's the
0: boy version of pyramid scheme
2: literally literally it's just like <laughs> yeah it's pyramid scheme yeah anyway yeah but yeah and then that's also the that's also the thing about like comparison maybe being futile because like if you're comparing yourself to someone who did that like wouldn't you rather like like I don't know, I would rather like actually like have something because I like earned it and what I did was like good, you know. Yeah. Like I would much rather like even though Jeff Bezos is a bad like person, I believe, like like I would rather have like invented Amazon than become a billionaire through like investment banking. Like through like actually making like a like not through like yeah. running Amazon, but like through like creating something. And like sure. actually having it be like a revolutionary idea, rather than like being like, "Oh, I invested in Apple at the right time." <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah. yeah, you know,
2: like I don't know. Maybe that's my de- delusions of grandeur.
0: <laughs> I honestly, uh, I can't choose. <laughs> it's it's a real Sophie's choice for me. <laughs> be <laughs> billionaire a good way, be billionaire a bad way. <laughs> you <laughs> know, what, oil yeah. baron or. <laughs> RuPaul frack or (laughs) or Jeff Bezos frack. Uh, Either way, I'm okay. okay. Either way, I'm going to frack. I'm
2: a mother Uh, fracker.
0: I'm going to frack out. Okay. Frack the frack out. Okay. (laughs) Quinn. (laughs) Wake up. Okay. Um,
2: Wake up. Don't tell me it's just the face. It's when I've had your face enough, then made me laugh so hard. Like, don't you try to what? What face? Like I the one I was like...
0: when you were like, <laughs> you look like you got confused. <laughs> you looked Looks like you like. actually <laughs> had been. <laughs> Looks like. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. I really want to know. I know that. Do you? So do you do your morning pages every single morning?
2: So I do them every day.
0: Okay, okay, and I was wondering, is there a time of day where you feel almost creative? This is like a thing I'm pretty sure.
2: Not in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of the problem. But anyway, I've I've been like, I need to get back. It's something I'm working on, like actually doing my pages in the morning. Which, like, I guess it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't like super matter.
1: Hmm.
2: But like, uh, I don't know. I do them in like a day. I do them at some point during the day is what I like to say but they're like supposed to be like morning pages um if I actually do them in the morning like amazing but they're Mm -hmm. also supposed to be kind of like the first thing you do in the day and they're rarely like the actual like first thing I do yeah they were at a time but I don't know when I wake up I'm just like sometimes it's like a struggle to like do anything like I have to do something like introduce me to the day like gently right but I don't know that's a struggle I have with myself. Um, but when am I most creative? Maybe like um definitely like the afternoon.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like
2: the morning has passed, and now I'm like, okay, let me settle into it. Um Good. But I think it might be, I think it might be. I think it honestly might be like just the thought of doing things, you know, like getting the ball rolling and maybe that's why I don't like mornings because mornings have all the pressure of like actually getting the ball rolling for the day. Yeah. And I remember when I started doing my pages, I would notice that I had a lot of anxiety in the morning. And I think it's because I wake up thinking about everything I have to do during the day.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Um, and so maybe that's why I don't like love jumping into them right away. And instead I like do something like watch below deck, which like takes me away from all my problems. Nice. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah
0: yeah yeah I'm definitely not a morning person I feel like I get most creative when the sun goes down mm, exactly in the middle of the night which also can be problematic <laughs> because I'm like oh I want to do this and I want to finish it and then it's like 4am and I'm like ah, well <laughs> look at me now Literally,
2: <laughs> but well now it's it's interesting because I have like certain hours like when I'm at home I have certain hours because it's like I like to have my day wrapped up by the time Jeopardy starts,
0: right? Um, momum time and then Betty Bye.
2: Like momum time and then I like exist for another like five hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rotting time. Rotting
2: momum time rotting time. There's grind time. It goes grind time momum time rotting time.
0: It's the circle of life.
2: Literally, um, <laughs> but yeah and then um but I don't know it's kind of nice when you like have a creativity mindset cause sometimes it makes you feel like you're wasting time less you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: like
2: if you're like during rotting time if you like choose to read a book you're like oh my god like I'm, I'm an intellectual a little bit
0: yeah make my brain bigger literally no, reading a book is not rotting time. I think anything involved with the screen is rotting time.
2: Yeah, which is what I fall into sometimes. Other than Duolingo, yeah. although sometimes Duolingo is rotting time. Depends. Sometimes they <laughs> put me on, maybe putting me through so much pressure to earn damn exp, and I'm like, damn, can't I just enjoy language learning sometimes?
0: No, exactly. I don't want to earn this badge.
2: Being in the Diamond League, <laughs> it's like, girl, this is it's this exhausting. is a job. It's a full time <laughs> job being in the Diamond League.
0: Literally. You have some fierce competitors. It's like I'm especially. fighting for
2: my li- I'm fighting for my life to stay in it. Like Yeah. I finished at 24th the other day. We were <laughs> literally at a rest stop and I was like close to the bottom of the league and I'm like doing a lesson so I can like stay in it.
0: So literally. If- Those are when I say can't listen, can't speak. I just yeah. do-, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, do the bare minimum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me in the bathroom, like
0: estoy bien. <laughs> no cumplea. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No cumpleaños, <laughs> no cumpleaños, no feliz. Um,
2: okay. But yeah, so you feel most creative at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and la noche. En la noche.
0: Um,
2: But uh, do you have anything? You do. I just. I mean, before I move on to that, I I like do my journal every day. I do, like, another type of free writing every day
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, for some amount of time. And I consider, like, like I walk, like, every day I'm at home, I, like, walk and do yoga. I consider that a part of, like, creativity mm-hmm. um or, like, important to my creative process. Um, and so those are kind of the things I do, like, every day. Um, but what about you, Becca? Do you have, like, certain things you do? Yeah. Like, daily?
0: Um, I do try and journal every day. Try my hardest. Um, I try to meditate. That helps with feeling creative sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then I try every day, 30 minutes, to do something creatively fulfilling, like writing or um, drawing or something of the sort. And I try to commit mm. to 30 minutes a day. Sure. That can be hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I do I do my darndest. Literally. And sometimes those 30 minutes counts as making a Pinterest board for something. And I'm like, yeah. That is creative. <laughs> Super creative to me.
2: <laughs> like trying a new recipe.
0: Creative.
2: Or something like that. That was part of the other thing about the artist way that's helpful. Because like with the artist dates, it's like you could literally just do like anything
0: that is nice
2: and like you can like think of it as like not like anything anything like obviously like scrolling on twitter like shouldn't be like your creative outlet but like right right um you know like other things can be like inspiring and stuff and so
0: But if it takes you 30 minutes to craft a really creative and exciting tweet, like let it be that does
2: crazy numbers. (laughs) And by that three people like it. Yeah. 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 And,
0: and two people saw it. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) The 700 people saw this three people liked it.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Um,
2: but yeah, Yeah. Becca, you also have brought astrology into the chat
0: as I always have to do. Uh Um, yeah, because they say that your moon sign, it represents your moon sign represents like your daily life and also your emotional life. So that is, that does play your creativity, um, mm-hmm. play into your creativity. So you're a Libra moon, am I right? Uh huh. Okay. Do you think that plays anything into your creative process or your creativity in general?
2: Yes, because I think I have to feel like a. I think I have to, like, feel a certain sense of, like, balance mm. to create. Okay. Like, I have to feel like things are in order a little bit to create. Yeah. Like, if I'm feeling, like, kind of down or, like, emotionally unbalanced, and like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Or if, like, I haven't done certain things, then it becomes hard. Um, and so, like, that kind of becomes a little that is a little important um but yeah i'd have to think about that
0: yeah okay
2: what about you with your cancer moon right
0: i'm a pisces moon
2: pisces moon cancer rising yeah exactly. cancer
0: sun actually wait are you not rising. i
2: thought you were oh really i thought you were double cancer No. well you just have a lot of other cancer placements i
0: have yeah like okay, everything work. else is cancer basically okay um don't figure. But yeah, I'm a Pisces moon. So I definitely do relate to that in my little imagination stuff. Like mm-hmm. Pisces is very dreamy and sometimes it can go too far and you get lost in the dreamland. And I Literally. can be guilty of that. But um, it's something that like Pisces moon appreciates many different creative outlets. I also relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I cannot be just one thing. Like I just have to be. Everything. Multicited. Yeah, there are two
2: fish in the Pisces thing.
0: So, exactly. <laughs> Becca Joan, you are all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that
2: B J, you are all of us. <laughs> B J, you are all of
0: us. Oh, wow.
2: Well, it's actually R J.
0: <laughs> Not you correcting me. What are you sort
2: of- I I didn't say it. I said B J first. Um, I didn't. say I never said LGBT last night.
0: Um, <laughs> I swear. I but, swear. Um,
2: RJ. What if you started going by RJ? That'd be so weird.
0: That would be crazy. That would be like, I would have to be going through something.
2: Literally. Rebecca <laughs> for that Joan. to like, happen.
0: RJ. You know, an artist is has... going,
2: you know an artist is going through a certain area where they, when they start going by like initials? like. <laughs> what was I about to
0: say? Oh, he thinks that I can go by Reba. (laughs) I told him it's not happening. Why would you want to? Although there was
2: this lady on Jeopardy whose name was Sharon Stone.
0: (laughs) Shouts out. When people have celebrity names, crazy.
2: She was a two-day champion and her name was Sharon Stone and Ken Jennings just like said it like it was normal.
0: (laughs) Ken, you can ignore this. And
2: I'm like, well, what's going on with that?
0: Yeah, I want to know more a little bit actually yeah um damn damn <laughs> but <laughs>
2: one more thing about the astrology question that I came up with while you were talking which maybe I shouldn't be doing but okay. <laughs> um I uh maybe Libra is because it was inspired off of, like Pisces being dreamy but like Libra is like I feel like Libra is kind of like a cerebral sign yeah and so that's why I kind of get can get trapped in like the thinking a little bit
0: for sure.
2: Instead of like actually doing, like, I'm like, okay, well, blah, 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 blah. that's like, no, girl, just...
0: Doof. <laughs>
2: just do it. Swoosh, just do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think that was a pretty productive talk on creativity. Do you have any thoughts as we wind this down, Becca?
0: Oh, guys. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Just like, do it. Like it'll be fine. Even Literally. if it's bad, it'll be fine. Even and I bad, say this to you, but I also day. say this to me. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Like it's something I'm always convincing myself of too. So we
2: need to take our own advice a little bit.
0: Literally. hmm
2: And <sighs> yeah. I think we've I think we've given useful tips and tracks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I think certainly.
0: something.
1: That-
2: something that also sometimes they can help with creativity just one last coda because I'm looking Mm -hmm. at all my cameras is like having like hobbies and stuff yeah especially like if you're a creative person like sometimes it's helpful because like I feel like I put myself on like sometimes a problematic path of creativity because the first thing I ever liked I was like oh so what if I just made this like my job and so it's like I have to be good at it but like when it's, like, taking pictures, like, I just I don't want to be a professional photographer. Like, I don't really have a desire to do that. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, I can just take pictures for fun.
0: Yeah, keep th- some things, like, for yourself. And yeah, sacred. keep
2: some things, like, and that's why I hate hustle culture. Like, not everything has to be, like, a job. Like, not everything yeah. has to be, like, income-based. Like, not everything has to be, like, you don't constantly have to be thinking about how you can open up a new stream of income with, like, a hobby.
0: <laughs> right, and not everything has to, like, define you. Exactly. So you can just do something and like it, and it doesn't ever, hey, yo, the person who sent you this wants you to know. It's not that serious. Literally. It was never that serious.
2: And like, it'll just make you more interesting, right? Cause it's like, somebody will come over to your house and be like, so what are all these cameras? And you're like, oh, I take like a lot of photos. Yeah. And they're like, what? And they're, and you're like, yeah. And they're <laughs> like, you never talk about that. And it's like, well, yeah.
0: Some things are sacred.
2: And then it's like you're cool and mysterious. So right. that's also something that will always be good to be yeah. mysterious.
0: It's definitely a plus. <laughs> I'm always working on my mysteriosity.
2: I'm always thinking about how I can be more aloof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm always carefully planning my aloofness. <laughs> exactly. Aloofosity. <laughs> Aloofosity, if you will.
2: That's a good word. Why hasn't anybody made that a word yet?
0: <sighs> Look at us, creative thinkers. Put it in the book a book a word. how
2: do you make a word because sometimes they're like people are like oh that's not a word but it's like okay well
0: we all just start somewhere
2: literally <laughs> uh but anyway Beck and i are gonna throw to a tiny little break while you guys do something a little creative make a cootie catcher pick some different fortunes out for people exactly. and um we'll be right back to get into our segment <laughs> Blah 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 blah.
0: Guys, we're back. Uh,
1: guys, uh, we're back.
0: God. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's Don't true. want to come so, back, but
2: we are coming <laughs> back. Is
0: the thing. Yeah. So. so I guess it's appropriate. Um. So it's time for our weekly segments. Of course, of course. <laughs> um. And guys, we must thank you again because. We do have a comment corner this week. Yeah. Wow. Wow wow wow, wow, wow,
2: wow, wow. And everybody yeah. said wow. Although not yeah. because everybody's like, okay, well, this is like a normal thing now. And that's it's what just... it's going to stay.
0: Yeah. Guys, no takesies-backsies. Seriously. Yeah, exactly, so exactly, pissed. exactly. So, you know, keep keep writing in, but we do have one for this week. And this is another email from Caitlin. Caitlin, thanks so much for another mm-hmm. write-in. Yeah. Um, The... The comment is entitled "Indie Pop Supergroup Boy Genius" has caused problems for me lately. Uh-huh. I don't know more. Caitlin says, "Hey, girly pops! Welcome to my era of being back in the MPJ Comment Corner. Loving the podcast as always on such a real and enlightened level, and that's all thanks to you.
1: Thank you, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm the people who you, are man.
0: getting on your hashtag grind set and delivering us delightful episodes." Very famously, I am a hashtag lesbian, and I did, in fact, fail my driver's test three times, and that's Mm -hmm. something that's been going on in my life, is that I popped one of my tires while listening to Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Haven't we all? Then, I had to drive to a Cordoba parking lot and wait for my dad to come and change my tire. I know what you may be thinking. How does someone overcome such a tragedy? Well, I don't know if I have, but with the power and refuge... Pardon me. <laughs> <Haven't>...
2: <laughs> you took herself out me. there for a second.
0: <laughs> yeah. Haven't encountered that word in a while. Okay. The, the MPJ podcast. That's me. I will continue. Anyways, y'all keep pushing the envelope and perfecting the culture. Keep speaking for the people. Caitlin quotation or er, parentheses. <laughs> Wait. MPJ but. Stan, caitlin MPJ Stan. I forgot the yes. word for that thing too. Lose my mind. The
2: word for what thing?
0: <laughs> Parenthesis?
2: Yeah, it's parentheses.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> this girl This girl worked today couldn't say a word and she goes, "Sorry, I have lupus." <laughs> I was like <laughs> Damn. I was like I I actually totally see you for who you are right now. And I uh, um, um
2: speaking of substitute teachers, there was this famous substitute teacher in my high school who was like an older woman and uh-huh. she would say instead of parentheses, she would say parentheses. <laughs>
0: Ew.
2: And she didn't like have a list, but she would just call them parentheses.
0: She just had to say the parentheses. It wrong.
2: Parentheses. <laughs>
0: Anywho, Uh, caitlin yeah i get you and if anyone gets you here it's actually gonna be quinn
2: yeah i popped (laughs) i've popped four tires in my lifetime um yeah and only two were my fault um
0: more years than you've been alive actually
2: yeah uh uh-huh yeah it's crazy it's scary leap year baby but um
0: yeah (laughs) exactly
2: but um i did it made me really happy that you also wrote about boy genius and not strong enough because i have been going crazy over boy genius for the entirety of the records album cycle um yeah so Becca, i must ask you now did you listen to the record at all
0: yes i have just once Ugh. um because i i mean again okay i couldn't be a bigger fan of these people mm-hmm. <laughs> these people but it you can is say something lesbians, about it's okay <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> i'm scared um it is something about like being sad. You know? Yeah. Like I am so easily affected by the things I consume. Mm. And I'm yeah. just not See, ready right now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I just I really like sad music for whatever reason. Like I could be literally in any mood and like just listen to a really sad song and be like, oh. Like if I'm sad, it like helps with the emotion. But then if I'm happy, I'm like, oh, that's so good.
0: I just get sad. Yeah. <laughs> and they
2: um, cry But yeah that's i've been so obsessed much. with not strong enough ever since it came out like i was listening that all through mexico and i was like yeah it's the thing yeah <laughs> pretty much um so. and true blue love that song lucy Dawkins, i'm just so obsessed with her voice yeah um and then uh we're in love anti-curse and letter to an old poet which are the last three songs on the album come on
0: to an old poet very much so yeah. when
2: i first listened to that <laughs> song i was like driving and when i realized it was a reference to me and my dog i was like <sighs>
0: <sighs> freaking out actually i am. I was on 95
2: <laughs> going 60 miles per hour i could have died phoebe <laughs> i could have died is the thing but literally um but yeah the record's so good and caitlin happy record release week Kayla yes. actually sent this in a second ago, but I was saving it until we knew the record was coming out and we could comment on it officially.
0: Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, moving laughing
2: on. Laughing at Ariana, <laughs> she's still here, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah. What are you doing here, <laughs>
2: Peter, the <horse> here.
0: <laughs> Peter. Peter. Okay. Ooh. Huh. I've never thought about doing. Okay. All right. I'll have to look into that impression. Griffin impression. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to call her Lola Griffin because I do have a neighbor named Lola.
2: It's so I was giving Quinn vibes a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Um, Well, speaking of Quinn not knowing anything.
2: <laughs> no, I agree. No, I agree.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me keep it rolling. Okay. Um, which is a scary thing that Quinn does mm-hmm. is not know people's names. Um, we move on to our jump scares of the week. <laughs> wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. I got there. Um, so this is anything that me or Quinn me or Quinn. Please, please help. <laughs> I, am, I Should let Becca stop name.
2: monologuing, but it's like when there's a car crash and you can't <laughs> look away.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Like I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Quinn. What was your jump scare of the week? What was scary? What was bad? What was not great? Okay. So,
2: guys, I hate to report that this happened to me again, but <laughs> I was kind of assaulted at a bar again.
1: No. <laughs> this one was
2: much more funny. I will say that. Okay. I was much less uncomfortable and this one was much like more funny. <laughs> but. Uh... <sighs> Oh so, God. I was so we went to this bar on Friday night to watch Drag Race and then to start dancing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't know what it is about me on the dance floor, guys. Like, I think, no, because at this point, I have to like think that it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like, not to victim blame, but also okay. I think it's okay because I'm myself. And like, if I'm the victim, then it's okay for me to blame myself. I wouldn't advocate the same thing for others, mm. but like, but there must just be something about my energy that people get really excited by in the club mm-hmm. and so we're just like dancing and there are these two people there and later <laughs> and this didn't register to me then but like we would be talking about it later and then like two of my friends were like those people were definitely like on coke or something <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and like because the one girl the woman who's in the scenario she did have like this weird thousand mile stare and I was like huh but I was just kind of dancing with her and whatever and like and with my friends and like if we're if we're on the dance floor like I'll dance with anybody like and not even in a necessarily like you know like like a certain way I'm just trying to dance and have a good time and if you're and if I catch that vibe from you I'm like okay so we're doing this Mm -hmm. and so anyway there's this like blonde woman and she's like Her energy is a little off putting to me, but I'm not gonna like, you know, be like exclusive or whatever. And she's like making like weird eyes at me. And I'm like, okay, work. And then at one point, (laughs) she just comes up and literally like humps my leg. (laughs) Like, oh, (laughs) like a dog or something. (laughs) Like, primal. Literally, like, and not like, not like grinding on me or anything like the last lady who grabbed for my neck, but like literally just my leg, like she's just like humped my leg. And it was funny because I was describing it to Kat and Corey the next morning. And then I was like, didn't you guys see that? And they were like, no. And I was like, well, somebody said they saw it. And then I talked to Ian and he was like, yeah, I was the one who saw it. And I was like, thank God somebody else saw it. Cause it was that thing of what you said being like, Oh, did this actually happen if nobody saw it? (laughs) Right. But yeah, that woman did hump my leg. Um,
0: Oh my God.
2: And, uh, yeah i wasn't nearly as scared as last time but
0: <laughs> it seems worse though it was more i just guess funny... maybe she wasn't
2: no it was more just a funny thing no this one was not worse at all no and that woman reached okay. for like my neck like this woman didn't this woman didn't get handsy last woman got handsy right.
0: okay um... this woman just wanted to get her rocks off
2: yeah and like this one seemed a little bit more like it was like a joke okay like
0: the other one was deadly serious, the other one was like
2: dead ass serious. Like, the I could have fucked that lady if I wanted to, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and maybe I could have maybe the same could be said about this one. And also, you know, love women and stuff, but sometimes, like, why is it that I only get female attention when I go to bars? What's that all about?
0: Oh, because
2: there was also that time that lesbian tried to take me home.
0: Oh, I recall.
2: Shout out to her.
0: Wish the best for her. <laughs> oh
2: my God. Wish, wishing her the actual best in the world. But anyway.
1: Wow. So that was
2: my jump scare. Becca, what was something that was scaring the hell out of you this week?
0: I did a crazy task, which is the clearing of the email.
2: oh
0: Oh, it's something that takes so long and you know i went through the whole thing where i tried to like unsubscribe from a bunch of like marketing stuff
2: so futile so futile is the thing
0: because they're just still gonna email you actually yeah and it feels illegal (laughs) but what can i do
2: this was something i wanted to bring up when we were talking about did we talk about passwords off air or on air i forget i believe on air on air but anyway This is something I want to bring up with passwords. How everything requires you to have a password.
0: I know. It's Sometimes so like,
2: annoying. You don't want to buy dude. one item once from a website. And it's like, you actually have to give us your pa- a password, <laughs> um, your social security number, your date of birth, your, mm-hmm. like, everything about you. They need to know to just send yeah. you, like, a pair of pants or something.
0: Your third-born child. Yeah. If he. <laughs> they. <laughs> No, they only want the boys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. so, so valuable.
2: So, so valuable but <laughs> it's um, yeah, that's so real.
0: It just takes forever, and oh my god, my fingers hurt, and uh, I don't know. It's just like, also, that's something I do once every four years, <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of crazy to just like see also all of these old interactions I had. I did find. This was fruitful. I found the letter that I wrote to myself in 2018 that I it, it sent to my email at the beginning of college or in the middle of college, whatever. And I got to read that again. So I was like, oh my God, you got lost no. in here. Letter to future me. Um, letter to an old poet. I was wrong about so much. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've grown since then. Yeah. But yeah but yeah now i'm like committed on keeping it clean and updated but i know i won't it's actually yeah
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's
2: hard i was away from like my email that has all my like shopping stuff and like regular kind of like stuff for a weekend and i get like 200 emails in like the course of a weekend that's the other thing for like unsubscribing it's just like the volume of shit you get is crazy
0: yeah yeah it's just too bad it's just too bad literally (laughs) It's unmanageable. Yeah. (sighs) Well, now that we've moved on from the scary, we can think about the happy, the good, Mm -hmm. positive. So, Quinn, what was your Man Pixie moment of the week?
2: My Man Pixie moment is something I've been waiting for literally years to say. Four years (gasps) at this point, maybe even. But, guys, I did get to see Carly Rae Jepsen live in concert in the flesh, actually.
0: Yeah oh my god that
2: was the whole reason me and my friend Kat went to Pittsburgh because Kat was the person who first like turned me on to Carly Rae Jepsen um and we like bond over her music a lot and so I was like they announced so there's this free concert at Pitt every year in the spring and they announced that Carly Rae Jepsen was headlining it and Mm -hmm. guys literally so many people messaged me can I say? From, big day for you. <laughs> it was a big day for me when they announced Carly Rae Jepsen was the headliner. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was sending me the Instagram post. Everybody was sending me everything. yeah. And because I was so famous, I, was, I had a little bit of fame on Pitt's campus for walking around in my Carly Rae Jepsen t-shirt constantly.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: It used to really be a staple of my wardrobe, but it does have holes in it now. So I'm like trying to be like
0: gentle with her
2: yes and being like okay well but anyway um but I was Pitt's number one gypsy um Mm -hmm. and so uh and I I was like I was like originally I was like oh well of course they would do this after I graduated but then I was like okay so I've been to this event before there's no kind of screening for like they say it's for undergraduate students but you could literally truly just walk up
0: yeah
2: <laughs> like and say oh I'm here now like they don't check ideas or anything you just have to deal with the cringiness of like college students
0: yeah the burden you must bear
2: <laughs> literally and so we went and I saw Carly Rae Jepsen, and I was the hypest person at the concert that's the reason my voice is a little hoarse because I fully like lost my voice like screaming oh, my God, because I get was there early so fun not like super early we were like midway back but it's fine i'm tall so i don't like have to be at the front and also something i need to say is that like even if i i'm like afraid to be a barricade because people are so rude about the fact that i'm tall at concerts Mm. like and let me just say this is people are like people always glamorize being tall like oh that must be so fun i'm hitting my head on literally everything -hmm. Um and people are randomly rude to you like it's like a physical trait in which people are like allowed to be rude to you because of your height. Um, Mm. like I feel like the same thing goes for short people because like people make jokes about being short and stuff.
1: But like, yeah,
2: when I'm at concerts, people will be like, "Oh, well, you should let me get in front of you because you're so tall." And it's like, no, I got here first. Like, I I'm allowed to like be here. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, I'm allowed to take up
2: space. You can find a window or whatever. Like. Right. in a way and it's like a whole well it's like it just depends on how you like say it a little bit but like some people are like really indignant about it and they're like oh you're tall let me get in front of you it's like n- well you could be like nice about it maybe yeah um so anyway. that. and so yeah so I don't try to be like up, up. plus I was with my friends so I was trying to enjoy that but um yeah and it's nice I can see her from wherever so we were like halfway back oh my god she did call me maybe in the middle though and you'd be surprised at how many people just like got up and left after that
0: (laughs) that's all they wanted to see we literally moved like
2: five rows up
0: whoa
2: like right after like so many people left after call me maybe but honestly carly it was such a good set like it was like and it was funny because i kept joking about like her doing certain songs and then she actually did those songs like i like mentioned so many of the songs that she did (laughs) even like random like ones off like her b-sides album she releases like she did one and like me and my friend cat like looked at each other because i like mentioned it she did favorite color which is one of my favorite carly ray jepson songs and um emotion like the title track from emotion i screamed when she started playing both of them like <laughs> I just fully screamed same with she did this one song Benz off the loneliest time which is her last album mm. and me and my friend were like t- saying that was like the song we wanted to hear like all weekend and so when she did that we both like screamed and like grabbed each other's hands Aww. like I yeah I was having so much fun at the Carly Rae Jepsen concert it was amazing it was life-changing she's such a good live performer and it just made me more excited for the next time I like do get to see her in like an actual like concert environment because mm-hmm. like if I'm surrounded by like other fans that must be such a fun vibe
0: you go crazy for sure
2: yeah especially because my Aww. travels kept me from seeing her the last time and so right right but yeah, Carly, we love you. Carly Rae Epson, you will always be famous. Um Rock
0: on Carly. And I'm yeah. so happy for you, Quinn.
2: No, literally. They, and it was like literally they did and they're good. Yeah, and it was like she had a budget. Like she was shooting off confetti cannons.
0: Oh, And like okay. had
2: like those huge like condensed air things. And she had like a golden backdrop. Like there was a budget a little bit.
0: Nice. No, like the one thing I will just never forgive them for is like fully canceling Rico Nasty and never giving that back to us. Literally. But then they brought Flo Millie. So I was like, okay. No, and then Florence they brought Carly. Millicent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and
2: people were like, people were hating on Carly, as the thing, like in the comments. I took a really? picture of this one comment and they were like, budget ran out, huh? Oh. When they announced Carly Ray Jepsen. I'm like, girl, <laughs> she is a global superstar, is the thing.
0: <laughs> Which you don't realize.
2: No, a lot of people just don't know that Carly Rae Jepsen made music after Call Me Maybe and actually is making her best music after Call Me Maybe. And
0: yeah,
2: we all just <laughs> need they to respect.
0: Gay people go to pit.
2: Literally. For the LGBT students, they want to raise millions for the LGBT. <laughs> no, and it was like a bigger crowd than Flow too. Like, more people showed up to see Carly. Like, it was definitely a bigger thing than last year.
0: Yeah. There used to be two concerts per year. My freshman year, there was two.
2: I believe there still is. There definitely was last year.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Because remember they got Lauv and he was like late. So like it didn't end up going until like really late into the night.
0: I do not recall that.
2: And by that, I mean like 9 p.m.
0: Okay. Really late, guys. (laughs) But anyway. LOL.
2: So that was my Manic Pixie moment. Um, But Becca, what was your Manic Pixie moment this week?
0: Hmm. I just thought of one. Yeah. Great question. And I will tell you now that <laughs> I had it in my head. Oh, no. Oh,
2: no. Oh, my God. You know what? I just oh, thought about- I remember. Okay, I remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. My make fixing moment is it's a big day for annoying people. Melanie Martinez has new music. Oh and-
2: wow! I was not <laughs> <Yeah>. expecting
0: that. <laughs> no, and listen, I understand if you don't like her. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. I think she is a really interesting, creative person, uh-huh. and um, the visuals, especially for this new album, are just so interesting. And I'm excited that like she has a persona of being like this alien creature thing now
2: instead of the baby.
0: Yeah, I think that's better. I think alien yeah. is better than baby.
2: Yeah, because it's weird when it all act like babies, but less yes. weird when they act like aliens.
0: Yeah, so it's good. <laughs> I think her <laughs> in the
2: middle of Target with that fucking mask on. Did
0: I know. I have to send
2: you a tweet.
0: Please. <laughs> no, like that's the thing. I also can make fun of her, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen Damn. to her. Yeah. 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 Something I'll never not be able to do.
2: But, oh my god, well, I'm glad that she's out with new music and that the Thank aliens you. are keeping you fed. Thank you. Um, and that comes to the end of our little show today. Um, and so, Becca, where can people keep up with you on the internet these days?
0: Hmm. They can follow me at Becca Hobart on Instagram, at BexGlass on Twitter and Spotify, and at Where Are Y'all Going During World War Three on TikTok. They can mm-hmm. also find me Walking in the park, creeping through the caves, and dancing with the Celtic women. Uh huh. In Galway. Uh huh. Uh huh. Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually if they're so inclined? You can find
2: me at Quimpy Murphy on Instagram and TikTok and at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. And um, you can also find me boxing with this damn computer, trying to figure out how it works and what my place in the world really is. Mm. Um, And so, yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, And Becca, where then can the people follow the show if they're so inclined and they want to see your amazing animations?
0: Oh my God! Well, they can follow at manic pixie jumpscare on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube, where sometimes the podcast gets uploaded, but sometimes it doesn't, and that's honestly fine.
1: Yeah. Well, it <laughs> yes. always gets
2: uploaded, yeah. just sometimes. It's
0: the video just a couple of days, and
2: sometimes you don't get to see our faces. Mm-hmm. Which for the last episode, guys, I know you haven't seen it yet, but it might be better for me because I like the angle I was shooting myself at from the last episode. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: Oh I don't even remember what you looked like. I was like, like
2: right here. I don't know why but I was like right here. It's like the, if if I did the whole thing. For, sometimes guys, my dad's MacBook Air. There. My dad's <laughs> <laughs> my, dad, my dad's MacBook Air caught me at the wrong angle. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So YouTube sometimes and what mm-hmm. else Becca?
0: Oh please email in at me Manipacy uh... Mangy <laughs> man-gy. Man- mangy poopy junk- gump care <laughs>
2: mangy goopy healthcare
0: at Yahoo.com at Hotmail hotmail.com <laughs> <the> Hot <laughs> whenever people have um the at me.com I'm like oh, get over yourselves I've never seen that Oh my god, I have to enter so many of those at, from when I work at my Ulta job and I have to type in people's email addresses, Quinn. You have a job. It's like, okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 we get it. You make $13 an hour anyway. Whoa.
2: whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, yeah, please actually guys seriously email in at manicpixiejumpscare.gmail.com for mm-hmm. more comic corners. Anything you have to say to us, we will listen. We'll be receptive uh, uh, in some shape or form. We're We're Quinn Quinn. And
1: And we're Becca And
2: thank you For listening
0: listening. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Miss Piggy That's pretty good I know right
2: Manic Pixie Jumpscare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart
0: Executive produced by Quinn Murphy And Becca Hobart
2: Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy.
0: Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart.
2: And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.